go ahead. I guess the recording is on. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm leaving it on for now. So on your call. Leaving it on. Mm-hmm. Leaving it on for now. So it doesn't mean we have free reign. We have free reign. Anand's gonna say the N word. Oh shit! Let's go. Number. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to Dia.log, the Gamer Maths podcast, where where we are the future of gaming, unfortunately. Oh, I'm sorry, guys, but we're the future of gaming. Finally. It took us a while. Gaming almost got good. Thankfully, we fixed that. <laughs> Just us now. We get to decide what games are getting made. And unfortunately, it's all racing, otome, and fighting games. The The only three genres allowed to exist anymore. First person, get that, get a shit. Except Doom. Doom's allowed to stay. Doom, Doom gets to stay, but no other first person shooters. No. Mm, oh, and I guess Dark Souls clones. Yeah. Dark Souls clones and Doom are like they're not the trifecta but they're allowed to stay yeah the uh, what? the side quests of the video game market <laughs> yeah yeah they're allowed to be indie games but the the big games have to be uh, otome racing and fighting games that's what the industry looks like that's the PS5 announcement actually we're, we're breaking this breaking this story we're the ones who who are leading with this story. PS5 will only have Otome racing and fighting games with Doom Remaster and Dark Souls clones coming in like halfway through the console's lifespan. You heard it here <laughs> first. That's what's going on with the with the PS5. The new the new controller, of course, will reflect this. Instead of triangle, square, circle, and X, the triangle is an otome game. The square is a picture of a car. Circle is just guile. Oh, God. And X is X so that we can keep up the joke about X being different on PlayStation and Xbox. That's that's how that works, man. Oh, boy. There's a lot going on today, huh? None of it relevant to this podcast, but, uh, oh boy, shit's, uh, shit's going down, fam. All in the span of, like, all in the span of, like, what, 20, 20, 30 minutes? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's like they know we're recording the podcast, and they know it would be inconvenient for us, because we have to put together the news before the, before the thing starts. And uh, uh, well, before we started recording, we uncovered a great, great conspiracy. We now understand why uh, Dr. Mahade has done the moves he's done. It's because he's going to evil. That's right. 
It all makes sense. He doesn't have to fly now. He doesn't have to go to Vegas. He can just secretly compete in EVO from his home. Like, you know he plays Dems Fighting Herds. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Part of the Pakatan Manifesto was a rollback netcode implementation in more fighting games. Imagine having good netcode for Smash Brothers maybe. <laughs> an offline I mean, game from the 2000s. Yeah, an, off- <laughs> an offline game uh an offline game with good netcode, yeah. That that would be fucking amazing. Uh anyways, welcome to Die.log. Uh I am Wam. The introducing the rest of the panel, we have Daniel. Hello. We have Anan. We have Toka. Wangguam Flam. And we have Mac. Uh hold on, doing a skill check. Fail! Suffer the way to hit you hell! Descend! You broke your hand! (laughs) Oh god, no. Could you imagine how often, like, like, if skill checks actually went that poorly in real life? Just be like, I'm about to cross the street! Skill check! Nope, isekai. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Easy level victory. And then enters the Skyrim intro. So you finally awake. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been an Isekai yet that, that parodies that at the start. Beside, uh, besides the meme that is Pop Team Epic. Well. <laughs> I'm, yeah, but you know, Pop Team Epic doesn't count because you could count, it's easier to count the things Pop Team Epic didn't parody. God, it's a good anime. So, uh, how's how's quarantine life going for you guys? How was your life? Oh yeah, yeah, everyone. I got everyone and and my money's gone. So yeah, <laughs> it's not even that's Friday. It's not even Saturday. You're already broke. How? Blame Gaben. Let's talk about that then, Toka. Nah, let's, let's let's what? talk about what Gaben did. Did Gaben break MCO and go over to your house for Raya? <laughs> Just steals the money from right over his head like that, yeah. Slunk! Okay. Yeah. That's if, if you remember last year, I talked about the battle pass thingy, right? Yep. This time yeah. last year, like, yeah. this, this, this year, he came during second day of Raya. <laughs> and Gaben, the plan. He had planned this all along. Gaben is smart. He... He, he he checks the calendar, see if it's Raya or not, and then plans and then plans for sale. And the and the funny thing is, it came out at three a.m. I was still awake at, at the time. Saja nak apa? Saja nak apa? Wait in line. And then when mm-hmm. we bought it, when we bought it, we ended up crashing the entire Steam server. Well, selamat hari raya to the valve engineers over there. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I I can I can't play Dota without having server issues for 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 the past few hours. Like it's that not, sounds it's, like yeah. That sounds like a scrub yeah. court. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> but it's not just for Dota. CS Blue Printer they were having tournament, and for some reason the server crashed. 
Yeah, because finally all those people who would usually be spending time with their cousins for Raya, like because they weren't allowed to go home for Raya, now they might see it. Might see it, huh? Yeah. Might see it, my daughter. Yeah, but the oh. reason, but the reason why they crashed it is not because of Tota. It's because the things Gabe's giving us for making, for making money. Like we pay him this much of money, he gives us the stuff that we want. Which is, which is first of all, uh, yeah, I need to send a picture real quick. But basically, he turns a a a a guy into a girl character, which we call Poshmas. Ah. And there comes oh. the about rule thirty four memes. Uh yeah, I was gonna say it's thanks to rule sixty three because you're turning a character. Into uh, your gender bending a character. Also, I'm just imagining Gaben with a telescope looking for the anak bulan <laughs> to determine this. <laughs> and and somehow he plan uh, he plans it all along. He waits until the perfect moment. You got your money for the raya. The next day, this thing comes up. I mean, surely by now, like companies have realized like that's a thing, right? Like. People yeah. seem to do a lot more shopping, were around like around Raya, like you'd be stupid not to have sales then. Yeah, because because this year Gaben really loved the Dota community. Like he, yeah, yeah. Like for example, there was a there was this one character back in two thousand thirteen. He got mm-hmm. copyrighted by Blizzard for for what copyright usage. They remove mm-hmm. it, and at this day they say like, you know what? Fuck Blizzard. Let's bring it out anyways as a exclusive item. So there comes a uh, skeleton king, back again. What people are calling it? Ah, uh, totally not Leoric slash. Leoric has the club thingy, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one has a sword, so it doesn't count. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, the Warcraft. That's probably the Warcraft one that I, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, it's Diablo. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it was Diablo. And oh, then, okay, yeah. yeah. And then after, they're also making characters into, like, toys for some reason. Gotta get that money, man. Gotta... Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, I remember, I always remember whenever this uh, Battle Pass comes out, there will always be that one, uh, Prince of Saudi Arabia. He spends like, no, no. This is true story, by the way. Um, he spends like uh, millions of dollars. Like usually, uh, for like twenty-four levels, he has to pay like fifty ringgit. This mm-hmm. guy paid for like over one hundred thousand. Do the math. Hundred thousand plus fifty is basically half a million. I mean, yeah. Of course, the royal family are whales. But Not even they... <laughs> But can they give the ray to me at least? I'm broke after this. <laughs> can. Can. You know, with that money, I could afford half a Warhammer army. You know, you know surprisingly, <laughs> this money alone does not, does not apply to my gacha. My gacha, my gacha farm is safe. Um, oh? My, yeah. My wallets are still safe. And then, as 
I don't know why. Tabung gacha is tabung no. gacha is fine. No, the problem is once Raya came, all the fucking gacha games and Dota and everything, semua buat sell. And then I was like, what's the use of Raya this year actually? I want I want to know. Well, you see, because of Raya, now you can you can survive the financial hit. Is it true? It resets you to neutral instead of negative. If they just had the sale without Raya, you'd be in the negative. But with the Raya, with the Raya stimulus injection, you are now back at neutral. And then speaking of the battle pass thingies, the other things that usually usually every year we have this uh, this item called the Arcana item. We they basically give us a, a remodeled version of the champion. Hmm. But usually, Gaben only gives us like one. This year, they gave us three, which is a Skeleton King, uh, a Dominatrix, for some reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then there's a... How do I say? The most annoying freaking hero who had uh, arms and legs cut off. Darth Vader? No, uh, <laughs> uh, almost like Darth Vader, but this is a, a, a female character. Oh, uh, the picture is there if you want to see it. Oh, cool. Nice. It's a bit nice too, to be honest. But again, I see all I see is Prince Whale. Hold on, the, the other picture is loading. But, Listen, man, you gotta you gotta watch out for that whale royalty. Eh, don't worry, because you because I'm I'm already one of them. Because ah, uh, your Majesty. Because... <laughs> yeah. So but... that Let me get this straight. So for the last three uh internationals at the battle battle pass name, yes, it's been funded by the Saudi Arabian government, lah. Uh, twenty yeah. five. Twenty-five <laughs> percent is from the Saudi Arabia royalties. The rest is from the casinos. China. <laughs> China, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of China, they actually uh, they actually uh, they had to remodel one of the items because they say too many bones. We give you. Yeah, ju- yeah. China doesn't like bones. China yeah. does not like bones. That's why way- the. The undead in all the World of Warcraft trailers, like, you can never see the skeleton men. They're always, like, fully closed. No bones in China. And also no boobies. Percy! Ah, uh, uh, China... China prefers thighs, man. What, what can I say? Oh, yeah, they like thighs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ch- Chinese people are good. Not, not, not being totally, you know... Anyways, that's, uh, about, that's about it. But still, but still, every year, every year, maybe I've. But in total, if I were to say with money on both Kacha and this, you'll be surprised uh, on estimate. Because I remember during uh, Azulin's uh, podcast, I told you what amounts I paid per year. Mm-hmm, Combine this, mm-hmm. I think. If I would disclose my bank account this time, I would say you can literally buy a PC, a Switch, 
So basically around 7k. And I could have used that yes. for other things. 7k sounds an appropriate price for a Switch in this current climate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's about it from Kevin, I guess. On, on, that, on that Switch note though, like, I have to say this has been the best year for Nintendo. Because this year has been such a great advertisement for the Switch. Like, people I know who don't buy consoles are coming up to me like, I feel like getting a Switch. Like, do you, like, do you, think, I, do you think I should get a Switch? And I'm like, yeah, it's a great console, but don't do it now. <laughs> don't do it now when the, yeah, when the fucking price is like skyrocketed. Yeah, I remember I, I was... I, was, I remember my plans of buying a Switch. I told Daniel this at the earlier early of the year. I wanted to save money for a Switch. Gabe and fuck me over. Gabe, nah, the, not, the not COVID-19 virus fucked you over. And then baru Gabe just datang and pick up the scraps. No, virus is number one. Gacha <laughs> is number two. And then Gabe. The holy trinity. <laughs> it's uh, like an RPG. It's like an MMO. Like, uh, what's this? COVID is the tank. Uh, gacha is the healer. <laughs> Gabe is the DPS. Critical damage. Like, luckily, I got mine before the MCO. Just few days. Anan, Anan made it just in time before the cut-off point. Like four days before. Mm. And it's like on top of that, Animal Crossing came out at the same time the lockdown started. So uh, it was another free advertisement because everyone's like, oh, it's the perfect game to play when you're stuck indoors because it's calming and, and all that shit. I'm, I'm not saying that Nintendo may have started the COVID-19 outbreak. I'm just saying it's awfully convenient. It's a... <sighs> how, do, how did we get there? Um, wherever you are, I'm not going there. So let's raise you back in. Uh, Toka, so how much is the damage, basically? Mm, damage right now. That you uh, can disclose off. Disclose. <laughs> Actually, I can just disclose it. I don't mind. Gacha alone with the things, uh, I say 500. And mm. then adding this thing, it's uh, already to 1k total. The Dota. Mm. Because, because 100 levels equals to 200. Uh, according to currency last. So. To, get, to get the things I want alone, it's already passing 1, 1k plus. Is it worth it though? Yes. If, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. For now, for now, yes. But when I grew older, I, I started to question my decision. Why did I sip for... Oh yeah, speaking, speaking of simping. <laughs> speaking of simple. Uh, I forgot to add one more thing, VTubers. Damn, VTubers. Mm-hmm. Wait, be- before, we, before we move on to that, I just want to say that was it worth it moment was the most romantic like that was the most romantic reading of that line I've ever heard and I just want you to to live with the fact that you said it about fucking Dota <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my relationship with Gibbon is like how do you say like uh, abusive relationship uh. 
No, don't worry, Gabriel. I'll, I'll be better. I'll, I'll buy more bags. It's not you, it's me. me. Yeah. Stop hunting me. Yeah. But yeah, in but yeah, just in like one day, Gabon makes like nine million. Yeah, and that's just from the Saudi royal family, apparently. No, that's not that's not from Saudi. Uh, Saudi right now is just, uh, I think it was one million. The rest are from all the brain that we both that wanted to see a character became a girl. Because apparently, apparently, anime twenty twenty is real. Of course. Yeah. Ah. Dota players will spend 9 million to see a girl and not like half an hour to take a shower. Yeah, I take a shower. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I took my shower. Damn it. Bila, <laughs> like last week. I just took like two hours ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I am... A... Despite, 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 despite that comment, uh, some of us do have this thing called life. But right now we don't have that life because we do Uma. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, 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 a con, a likely story. <laughs> nice speaking of, <laughs> but so who do you main in Smash? Hmm? <laughs> My Shiranui. Oh wait, I forgot Sakurai banned her. Yeah, man, Smash is for good boys and girls. My ass. <laughs> no, she's she's specifically not in the game. Oh, we should be getting that that new uh, Smash character announcement soon, I think. Oh yeah, because next month. Because I really like Fatty Fury characters. Yeah, I, I've been I've been playing Smash. Smash is the only game I've gotten my friends into. Because, you know, it's it's a lot more approachable and they don't have to play against me. I've been playing a lot of Terry. Uh, he's he's pretty fun in Smash. Terry's I finally pretty... managed... I finally managed to pull off a Buster Wolf. Uh, I remember. I remember those times. Are you okay? Buster Wolf! I'm here, like, cheering like a fucking madman every time that voice clip comes up and my friends are just like, I don't understand. Like it's okay. It's okay. It's me and Terry will will be fine. Yeah. It's okay. It... At least at least my money is gonna be safe for now. Oh wait, I forgot. Summer sales coming. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, are Thanks, are you ready for a miracle? Thank thankfully I don't think I have any games that I oh shit, I just remembered. Damn it, I forgot there were a couple of games that I wanted. Yeah, it's always like that. Out. But it's that's how, how it works. But then, but then again, you know, you know, when you're a Dota player, you're conflicted right now because you have two options: either pay for games on Steam or you pay Gaben in Dota. Either uh-huh. way, Gaben's rich. I like this idea of Yakuza Lord Gaben, patriarch of the Steam family. <laughs> you know, they actually make a good thumbnail picture. I know that's that's part of part of my job now is to just generate quotes that can be turned into thumbnail. Uh, well, anyways, that's about it from me about Dota. Can, can I just can I just say wait 
uh, speaking of Steam sales, so I had originally planned to talk about uh, to talk about Mechanicus because Mechanicus came out on Switch two weeks ago. I thought like, oh man, I'm gonna get Mechanicus and I'm gonna play it, and we're gonna talk about it on on the podcast. It's like thirty five pounds. Holy shit! Oh, wait, how, wait, so thirty five? How much is Christine? Nice now. Is six? Oh shit! Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah. On sale, on sale in Malaysia, it's thirty five ringgit. Viva la, viva la Malaysia! Oh yeah, speaking of which, uh, we won at World War Bot, so. Yeah. Good job, Lishia. Yeah. Yeah. We finally won that world domination. Yeah. Did we? Did we lanka the the entirety of Europe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, did. We, did. <laughs> we did. We did. We backstabbed everyone to, to get yeah, we, huh? full yeah. photo documentation. And our commander is Abu uh, Hangtuah. Commander nice. Hangtuah. Nice. I feel like no. if Malaysia ever tried to conquer the world, we would totally do something pretentious as having a guy named Hang Tua. <laughs> because he brings us luck. Hang Tua Yeah, no, not even Kedua. He'll just be like, I am, I am Hang Tua like, for this generation. Like, I am the Malay hero that you, that you all need right now. Like, shut up. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least it's not Mahdi, so... No, he'll yeah. be there. He'll be the cyborg advisor. He's Samuel Hayden. <laughs> so, so what? Are we getting Matsabu as the military leader? No, man. That's nah. uh, we all the important people will all take all the Laksamana names. The no one, no one uses their real name anymore. To fifty kids exist. Anyways, speaking of mobsters, Daniel, you played you played Mafia. Oh, okay. So I <laughs> so a bit of best story for this one. Uh, mm-hmm. last week, uh, Sony did an oopsie whoopsie. Did it oopsie whoopsie? Did did, yeah. did a little fuckawaki? Yeah. What for what they this... do? What they did was, uh, they have accidentally maybe have given out a game that I am going to about to review for the low low price of nothing. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Out of the goodness of their heart and the security detail at Sony <laughs> Sony Asia, they gave it me mm-hmm. for free. No strings. Uh, no string attached. Because um, as I played it, I have noticed something pretty bad about it. What? It's bad. The, the remastering is, is bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh no. <laughs> uh, uh, what were we saying good. about Mac? What were we saying about Mac before? Uh, I would... The the main thing about this mafia announcement is that all three of the mafia games are getting a get a, another comeback. Let's just say that that you can mm-hmm. now have it as a bundle. They've re-released Mafia Three and all the DLCs they've included before is now free if you own the game. 
And Mafia 2 They did the remaster thing And just like all 2K games If you own the original You'll get the remaster for free But that's only well, For Mafia 2 That only subscribes to those on PC Because this is a PS3 Xbox 360 game From 10 years ago So If you're gonna buy it on, If you're gonna play on PS4 and Xbox One Well Pay up And the, 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 the cream of the crop the, the, the cherry on top of the collection Is actually the Mafia remake yep. That's the PS2 generation game Getting a full blown remake Now the thing is uh, When you look at the press release blurb That oh uh, Who is the uh, Who's remastering Mafia 2 mm, Some unknown developer That I haven't really heard of before So that's yep. Not the good uh, good sign from the get go, so it's kind of a given that Mafia Two is the the black sheep of the family in this treatment of definitive editions. Yeah, because like I've played two because it, Mafia Two, by the way, it's by far one of the best apa, uh, best story, best story in uh, in the last generation. Because my brother played for hundred forty hours. Wow. You can finish it in 14 hours, it's that good. Tapi the problem is kan, it is buggy as hell. Like, uh, the music doesn't please most of the time. Uh, which is, which I think I put it inside as well. Uh, in my review that's coming out uh, after this podcast has released. Uh, another problem is that there is graphical glitches. Mm. And not this like, uh, Assassin's Creed level of uh, glitches, like, at one scene, like, one of the characters' faces was like uh, a creature from Destroy All Idiots. Destroy All Humans. All Humans, not like Destroy All Humans. Okay. Like, uh, it's weird. Alright, so now now here's the big question. Is this, uh, is the, the, the graphical glitches and bugs because of the remaster or because it's Mafia 2? <laughs> Yeah, so remember. I think it's because of I think it's because of Master because Mafia Two Classic, uh-huh. as they call now called on the PC, it's fine. Everything works well. No, because for for the longest life of me, I remember Mafia for two things. One, it has one of the coolest settings and well-told stories ever done in a franchise that sort of like GTA. And two, that gives janky as heck. Even Mafia Three. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the junk is still there, you got. But like, it's I think it's just disappointing, you know, about the the glitches and the uh, the frame drops on a normal PS3 on a PS3 like PS4, like it drops to single digit at one point, which is a big no no in a game that is open world. Yeah, no. That's the that's definitely not not good, especially for a remaster. You expect it to be better. Like there is some good details, lah. Like the baju, is not like more detailed, but yeah. Like legit, I would accept like bare minimum for a for a remaster is, you can give me the exact same game, just fix the frame rate. Yep. And Isn't I'm not even David that picky about frame rate. <laughs> Isn't that what David Cage did for his all of his PS3 games? Just better frame rate. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you 
I don't know why. You can't because... polish a third. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why the obsession about like like for Mafia too. The leading headline of the features, uh, because there there really isn't that many features. So the one with the big features they are talking out is that oh, this game can play up to four K resolutions, and how many people can play the game at four K resolution? A fraction. <laughs> um, even on PC, apparently, I just discover well not discover, but I kind of know about this. But someone pointed out again that. There is an open Steam survey that shows you all the 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 hardware that people on Steam are running right now, and you can see all the sorts of configurations, including monitor size. Mm-hmm. No surprise, almost six, more than sixty percent are still running at ten eighty p. No fraction, I mean, like less than ten percent are running at four K monitors. Yeah, like four K monitor is expensive, even in. Even before the quarantine, it's like I think, for example, the Asus ones, like three thousand, kind of four K monitor, when you can the get worst... a very nice ten eighty p for like five hundred here. The worst part is, is like it's expensive for no reason. It doesn't give any actual benefit. Yep, exactly. It's a trend in games industry, apparently. I remember in the PS3 360 generation, uh, all of the games are talking 1080p, full HD, but most of the games are actually running at 720p. <laughs> and now, and now, uh, like for for this end of the generation, oh, like when the re- the announcement of the half stack consoles, the Pro and the X. Everybody goes. Oh, now we can run at 4K. When it's actually not, not really. We are oh really happy with 1080p. Except for Xbox One, apparently they are stuck in 900p. But well, they they are catching up. <laughs> and now next gen is oh we going for 8K. Nobody's gonna play it at 8K on launch. God damn it, no. 8K. Just stick with 1080p for at least three more years. Anyway, that's my run about this. <laughs> Yeah, you're preaching to the choir, man. Preaching to the choir. It's like, I don't care about 8K. Like, te- like I give, give me 1080, just give me a good frame rate. Give, give me a good frame rate. That's all I care about. You know, the, you... the game that I played that has good... Actually, 1080p? Say slow the third. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a weird remastering week for me. I've been playing just remastered games of my childhood of 2010s. How so, yeah? Uh, how old are you that Saints Row the Third is your childhood? Also, 14. I think you should. Not, <laughs> I don't think you should be playing Saints Row if you're a child. Nah. But so, on the other side of the spectrum. Uh, I think I've read an article by Digital Foundry that said that Saints Row 3 is one of the best remastered of the generation. And I agree. Because it runs on 60 frames per second. On PS4. <laughs> on... That is a mar- that itself is already a mar- technological marvel. Uh, again, again, then on PS4? On PS4, it runs on 60 frames per second. Meaning- okay. Bit of hitching because, uh, of course, tapi it runs smooth, butter smooth. Nice. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. for the most of the character models, they have up, up, did like, like high res them. So like now you can see 
like say a character for like uh Pierce whatever he has apa dia punya skin color is not very apa is it called vibrant daripada dulu so like oh. there is there is some good effort has been done to you know make this game better I think the craziest mm-hmm. part about the remaster is they've overhauled the lighting like that, oh yeah the lighting that is looks so good really good man I mean when you put it side by side say throw the third The original and the remaster, and I thought since through the third is it like a PS2 game by comparison? That's is that good? It skips yeah. two generation worth of goodness. And what I'm, I have to check is it running on the new engine? So and it reminded me yeah. that oh boy, since through those old games, those look rough even back then. <laughs> But <laughs> ooh, so it's it's kind. It's, well, if you took it like out of context, it does feel like kind of weird that they are spending so much time and effort for Saints Row. But then again, this is the Saints Row game that people are, have fond memories of. You can argue this is peak Saints Row. Of course, they're going to put it more really effort. Was. Plus, now they don't have to make a new Saints Row for a few more years. Yep. <laughs> So the, I think they are using yeah I'm checking the the internets right now, yeah they are using a new version of Havoc which is the engine that that should be it, just the they, physics they, part yeah the physics uh. so mm. yeah that's a good idea it's actually quite good hmm. but yeah I I recommend if you guys are not sold on the remaster just check the digital foundry video with that looks like night and day man that's that's You could almost say this is one of those uh, faithful remakes, but I don't think so. But the work, the the effort is akin to that. This is still sense row. It's still batshit crazy, <laughs> and and some of the animations are wonky as hell. But hey, it looks nicer, you know. Well, speaking okay, so. of speaking of remaster, at least at least it doesn't crush your hopes like like mine when I was waiting for Warcraft 3. Like I like, if you remember at the beginning of the year, I was really hyped for Warcraft 3 and then Blizzard, Blizzard kind of gave me the middle finger. Oh yeah, this uh this year's GM Awards. We, trash we fire. Have a... <laughs> yeah, trash fire. Trash fire. Trash fire. Trash fire has a welcome spot for Warcraft. Please do. I would. I would love to see that in the trash can. Mhm. Mhm. That's a that's definitely like that's definitely going to be brought up this year yep. at the awards. On the flip so, side, though, oh, yeah. I, I've already I've I've done a preliminary. I forgot the word. That still in the words preliminary uh, list of games that can be categorized in best remake remaster. Oh boy, 2020 is a tough crowd. Gonna be tough to cut those games. I mean, today alone is already Xenoblade. What Xenoblade Chronicles remastered? So, woof. Yeah, and, and then there's next week's uh, Command and Conquer remastered. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, but good luck, features. But 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 the same time, the studio that made uh, Command Conquer is basically the same studio that made Walker Free, which is okay, but. Since it's EA, I just hope they don't f it up. But EA punya support team is like 
better than Blizzard. To the point where, to the point where one one of the one of the community managers actually DM me for one day, and then they asked me for feedback. Like, what do you think? Can we put mods on this? I was like, whatever. <laughs> and they made it. And they made it happen. So, if anybody's seeing anything about eight bits, eight uh, bit units being modded inside a Steam game, please contact me. Mm-hmm. Tete mod all the all the soldiers into Tokas. <laughs> oh, speak but, your speak your. But, head, hmm? but the game is like from nineteen ninety nine, so it's really old. <laughs> do they do they have the little unit portrait at the bottom of the screen like Warcraft? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They do. Yeah, yeah. That's where you put your Tokas. <laughs> if anybody does that, uh, I'll 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 sit. I'll sim for once. Yeah, on that note, they are offering fully fledged mod support. They're even sharing the source code. Yeah, which is surprising because you don't see any companies share their source code when it comes to games. It's probably just they're kind of like desperate for a player base, I guess. I'm really I'm more inclined with they are desperate for goodwill. Please oh yeah, true. <laughs> or after or... after that whole mobile game fiasco. Oh, please don't make. So I'm not that... complaining. If they want to tr- to get those goodwill with these guys or gestures, by all means, do it. Yeah, I'm not against it. Yeah, but it's gonna be hard to you know hard to get through with the uh, hardcore RTS fans. Like yeah, this... but... yeah. No, no, finish your thought. Don't worry. Uh. But yeah, because I play a lot of RTS games, like uh, from the original CNC to StarCraft and everything, even Halo's uh, RTS game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's basically a wait and see game. Like I just like I really hate uh, EA for for that mobile trash game. It's really trash. <laughs> but again, it's EA, and now we have a new EA, which is Blizzard, because from because from what I see lately, uh, Blizzard has becoming a uh, new EA with the... Is there anything happening with uh, uh, Call of Duty lately? No. I mean... No. Besides just the usual shit, okay, Jay? <laughs> it's um, one of those things where, like, we've, we've started to tune out that news because it's just another... It's, it's just Call more of Duty. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I am I am gonna look forward to the game. But you know, I learned from that Warcraft three experience. It it really mm-hmm. much traumatized. So, <laughs> yes, like, like 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 imagine imagine you be waiting for a whole year for that game, and when it finally came out, it was shit. That imagine if you oh. are two for two with that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Having like having tempered expectation is always a good choice to have, to have. Mhm. De- definitely. Or or alternatively, double down. That's what I. That's that's what the internet has taught me. Is someone says your game shit, 
is and the game's actually shit. Nah, man, they they just don't get it. They just don't fucking get it. You know. That's what the that's what the internet does. You got you got to double down on it. But I know I want that mobile command and conquer. It's you guys' fault. You're just making up saying that it's a bad game. No, this is the best command and conquer. Screw it internet. Rem- it, it reminds me of that uh, BlizzCon announcement. Remember when they announced uh, Diablo for mobile? Oh yeah. And, uh, and then there is that one guy say like, "Is this uh, outdated if April Fool's joke?" It's kind of sort of like that feeling. Mm-hmm. But at least, at least uh, when EA makes a presentation, they don't happen like that. I so mean, again, like I have just tuned out EA so much. So like I can't, I can't recall the last EA conference I've seen. Is it the one where we fall asleep halfway through? Wait, what? I, th- I think so, yeah. I think that was the last EA conference. <laughs> yeah, well, I went I, w- I went to bed because it was Madden. Yeah, like, we were like... I think it was two years ago or last year, I don't remember. No, like... it was last year, last year. We were doing our E3 coverage. Yeah. We... Oh, Madden, okay, like, good night. <laughs> good God. Uh, Mac... What if, what what have you been up to, man? Uh, to contrast with Daniel's uh criminal escapades, I guess. Look, I don't play new games uh the past two weeks, so I have to cop out and say, hey, I played. I find it very Elysium. Eh, how's hey. how's that? And it's not that like I've played it, like recently. I've been playing it in the background for a few weeks, but here's some cool things that I did in this uh, detective RPG. So, here's my first 30 minutes of the game. 35 minutes is just reading all uh, it's just character creation. So, I'm looking up at all of the character stats, all the skills. So, because I because remember, these are all your party members. They will speak to you. They will question your your decisions throughout the game. So I need to pick, okay, so who's the party member that I want to have the most? Uh, how about the Esprit, Esprit de Corps? Is that how you Esprit pronounce it? Yeah. And so that's the spirit of of having your cop buddies together. Apparently, I put that high. So now, uh, that's one of my higher skills. So now, I keep on getting flashbacks of my cop friends doing something. And just doing some random stuff. Flashback. Oh, this guy, this guy is doing this investigation. Is this, is this important to the story or just flavor text? Probably flavor text. So that, this religion has this cool thing that you are, you can be penalized for meaning or for too much min max in your character. Because what I've discovered in the first 30 minutes of the game is that, uh, Okay, I do not want to play a brawny guy, so I'm putting my physique stats at the lowest it could be. That is one. So what happened was, the start of the game, uh, I woke up drunken. I need to grab some of my clothes. And then I saw the fan. Mm-hmm. There's an option. Do you want to turn off the fan or you want to turn the lights on? 
for some reason I was curious I turned the lights on and then you uh, what you you I don't know your inner thoughts screaming about no oh, don't do this this burst this beast bleeding and then you have the option to back out or no pass in the radiation of this light I doubled down there and then I took one damage you know what I have only one health point Five minutes dead. in the real game, dead. <laughs> That's, that, and then I stopped playing for two weeks. Ten out of ten, <laughs> best game. It's like the Dark Souls of of RPGs. <laughs> Look, if I just stop, I, if I just stop playing this game by that, I'm already walk away from this game. Fine. But then I continue on, and yeah, interesting things happen. So Anna, remember the thing where you say communism happened? So yeah. <laughs> okay, here's my story on how that happened. I went into I went into outside of a bookstore. I saw a kid yeah, there. Yeah, the bookstore. I know. Yeah, the kid is is basically like a, like a what you say the 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 person that comes in and hollering, hey, come here, come here, visit us, something like that, lah. And she is shivering outside there. So, some of the options that you can do is uh, ask her politely about why she's out there, or you can see you can scold her about child labor, and you should fight the oppression. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, if you go inside, you can go talk to the storekeeper. Some of the options you can get is uh, ask about what are the books you are selling, mm-hmm. or you can scold her about. About why are you employing child labor? I want to abolish this. If you keep on doubling down that road, uh, I think it was it was rhetoric. Rhetoric will come in in your mind and say, "Hey, hey, sounds like you someone is fighting for the good fight. Do you want to hear more <laughs> about communism? Do you want to reestablish communism again, again?" Because. <laughs> uh, Always gotta watch out. Surprise communism. Uh, of course, I've declined. But then, uh, I declined because there is what I went to a certain ideology that I am more, <laughs> more affi- affiliate to. Empathy kicks in and say, "Hey, uh, you you a sauerkraut? Uh, you sauerkraut? You you are sitting on the fence so much, huh? Don't want to go to the radical sides, huh? Oh, you too timing, huh?" <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, I'm coward. I'm coward. I'm going to be the rational. What was the what is it? Moralism, moralism. <laughs> so apparently, I think there's like four different ideologies of a cop that you can play as, and you know you cannot play as a capitalist cop because this is not the game for that. <laughs> you can go either ultra liberal, uh, communism, moralist, and. What's that? Oh, you're yeah, fascist. Fascist. <laughs> and I mean, some hmm. some would argue that the fascist cop is the capitalist cop. Depends on how you look at it. I I because this game has likes to toe in with the ideology. But the great thing is, they can to they can talk about these kinds of ideology without too much of a reprimand because the whole world is fictional. Yes. So a lot exactly. of the things that the setting, the world, the the timeline, even the race, 
even though it does have like similar parallels to uh, the real world, they are basically abstracted. To the point that when I meet this one guy who was actually teaching me race theory, <laughs> the big guy, he's teaching me the the unholy knowledge that is the advanced race theory, which he basically makes a tier list of all the races. <laughs> Fortunately, all of the races are like abstract. They have like different names. That names that do not really. Really connect to the races we have here in the real world. So for me, it's a lot of mambo jumbo that you have to <laughs> you have to discern. So it just flies out of my head. But if somebody is smart enough to change oh, all of those nouns into to very very what you say more familiar nouns, oh boy, this is this is going somewhere. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I've I've just. Just, uh, just for just to let you know, I did put the advanced race theory into my mind into the oh, top shit. the top bracket. <laughs> I just want to know where I just want to know where this goes. I, I don't know if I'm going to be racist of this, but I'm just gonna go with this. You, you're probably gonna take penalty on. I forgot. Something like empathy, empathy getting hit. I don't know. Oh really? Oh shoot! This yeah, goes against my bill. This goes against my bill. No, because I I'm still have it now. I I can I can forget it afterwards. It's fine. I I'll use a skill yeah. point for to forget that. Yeah, but I just want to see where this goes. Oh, speaking I'm of that, ima- huh? I'm just imagining like the always sunny title cards. Like Max starts a race war. <laughs> I I think that was the implication with that conversation. It was implied, but uh oh yeah, before that I Disco Elysium had is you know how the the text box is designed uh inspired by uh was it Shadowrun Shadowrun and Twitter? Yes, I read I read that article. Ah, he said that. You know what? That's actually brilliant now because I, for the life of me, I tried playing a lot of CRPGs before. I just cannot read the text. It's just hurt. Uh, it just I don't know. I feel tired reading all those flavor text. But the way they presented it is like bite size, or like as if like it's one tweet at a time, and it's all just in one column. Very easy to just skim through. It makes a much more bearable experience for me. And it has one of the most intense conversation bosses that I've encountered. Yo, go sit on the chair. No, I do not want to sit on the chair. No, sit on the chair. The chair is rickety. It doesn't look comfortable. You sit on the chair. You get debuffed every skill checks because the seat, <laughs> the chair is rickety and not comfortable. Yeah. Oh, continue on the conversation. You get damaged moral points because this chair hurts you. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. That's that's a boss fight and then slam. Uh, anyway, I stopped my playthrough because I've gone through another boss fight. It's essentially a conversation, but I mm-hmm. I tried to pull off like I I've got all the information I wanted to criminalize these girl these guys these folks, but then I just I just mm-hmm. want to assert my dominance and did my skill check on authority, and I forgot that I have. Equip a clipboard that makes me look like a dunce, so I have penalty um, to authority, and the skill check fail, and then 
uh, I had to do something still because you you even though it's fail, you will be led into some other fail sequences. It's not just oh skill check fail, better luck next yeah. time. No, yeah, you, you have to go decision. through that decision. <laughs> so like what? You saw something and then you have to go through the awkward situation where eh, embarrassing stuff. Huh. So you can yeah you you can be you can back down still outwardly and ha- suffer some I uh, I don't know if it's a gameplay was penalty penalty is probably just hurt your dignity, but the mm. other is that you can double down and go 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 places to the wrong places. I tried to grab a gun. I asked my assistant, "Hey, give me your gun." This is the when the the skill check is failed, and then I tried to point the gun out. But I cannot point the gun. I cannot shoot them. Instead, one of the... I tried to back out. The mind said, No, no, no. You cannot back down from this. One of the the the, 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 the decisions that I can make is that... Uh, put the gun into your mouth. <laughs> oh. The, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, no so backing out now. <laughs> I put it into my mouth. Just to... Sh- The the plan was okay. Maybe I can turn it against them. So if they don't cooperate, I will do something silly that they will be too shocked to to they do not want this to happen. No, those those guys that are looking. Oh boy, come on guys, is it doing it? Is it doing it? Come on, come on. I want to see this until the finish. Oh god damn it! Well, bam. <laughs> the range cop dies from shooting himself. <laughs> <laughs> This realism is good, man. Really, check it out. That's a that sounds amazing. I I cannot wait for it to release on Switch. My yeah. Um. Mm, uh. The the summer game fest thing is coming soon. Eh, no, I mean it's still ongoing. What I mean is that there's uh one of the shows that is coming in June. Uh, I forgot you. I think it was called the Gorilla Collective. One of the, I think that show has this developer Zom, Zom, Zaum, going to showcase something. My bet is that they're gonna announce the Switch version. I mean, I think it's been announced. Is it's just that it's like it'll come out when it comes out, guys. Yeah, like, like properly unveiled. Yeah, hmm. so like official, official. Yes, yes, it will be. No, no formal announcement. Oh. Like like a release date. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, speaking speaking of waiting waiting for Switch release dates, you know what game I really want to come out on Switch now? Fucking Man Eater. Ah, Shark PG. Yeah, untitled shark game. <laughs> Look, all we've learned now is that games that let you play as animals that fuck with humans are great. That game looks like so much fucking fun, and I want to play it, but unfortunately, I am stuck with only my Switch. So I implore the devs, please. The Switch version has been announced for a later date. I hope that later date is sooner rather than so that I may be a shark. It's a beautiful day, and you are a terrible shark. <laughs> Can you imagine on PC someone's gonna mod it? With... You know it's going to happen. Someone's going to do a goose model swap. Almost the train. <laughs> oh, that's the best! It's gonna be a train jumping out of the water. 
that's that's great. That game that game looks silly. It looks silly and it looks fun, and that's that's what I want right now. Huh. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail to der- derail Disco Elysium talk. Uh, yeah, a uh, bit more. Uh, recently mm-hmm. they released uh, an update for Disco Elysium called the Working Class Update. They okay the minimal requirement even lower to run this game. From oh, is it like from is it like from four gigs of RAM to two gigs of RAM again? Like you, you literally can play with Quantum Duo. That's how. Yeah, how it's basically potato PC, la. Yeah, potato <laughs> PC. That sounds amazing. So that's a that's to, a really good thing, actually. Yeah. Kudos to Zaun for not making the game even more bloated, but make it even more accessible. <laughs> mm. Okay, that Activision, make the game accessible to all. Nah, man, download download our what, 80 gigs of Call of Duty. It's 200 gigs, though. Oof. God damn, I, ac- I accidentally lowballed that number. <laughs> By the way, yeah, that one quick, uh, the, the main campaign or just Warzone? Ah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, quick update. I was scrolling through my email, and Mechanicus is on sale on PC now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warhammer in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my fucking wish list notifications just came pouring in. It's but yeah, so it's like it's eight pounds now. You know, compared to the thirty-five on Switch. So, uh, oof, that's a thing. And I'll probably pick that up at, by the end of this podcast. <sighs> so, uh, I had a, I had a realization the other day. I was, I was scrolling through Reddit. And one of the many subreddits I follow is the Bionicle subreddit. And I think we've talked about it on this podcast before. No. That, yeah. That. Uh, did did we talk about that fan made Bionicle game? No. On this podcast. No. Uh no, we didn't. Cool. Then that's that's the official tie-in for why I'm talking about it, and totally not just because I'm feeling nostalgic for for Bionicle. Dude, the writers of Bionicle are fucking intense, man. Considering it's like a fucking Lego, you know, it's a Lego toy series. And these, that's they got why like... it was successful. That's God. why. Okay, so for context, right? <laughs> ten years into Bionicle, ar- around ten years into Bionicle's lifespan, there was this huge plot twist in the series. And the plot twist was the world that most of the shit was happening in takes place inside of a giant robot. It's like the first island that the story starts on was is actually like on top of a giant robot that, that crashed or whatever. And uh, the overall arc for the for fucking Bionicle story was that they were was that what they thought was saving their god was actually reactivating this robot. So at first thought, you think like, eh, you know, they probably came up with that, like, 
maybe a year in advance. The thread that I found on Reddit is an interview with like the original creators of Bionicle where they talk about how they planned that twist 10 years in advance. There's like fucking concept art for that twist from 1999. Bionicle started in 2001, by the way, for, for those of you uh, not aware. And there was a browser-based RPG that they made. Matanui online game. Hell yeah, that game. That game is fucking amazing. That's that's a great atmosphere piece of game, despite the fact you don't actually do all that much in the game. But there are plot threads in that game that allude to that twist. Like, remember, this is like 10 years before the twist actually happens. Where they talk about how uh, a bunch of the villagers dug underground and found some found like a layer that's too hard for them to penetrate, aka you know they reached the robot, the robot part of the island. It's so fucking good. There's uh, uh there's also like <clears throat> there's also like these Geiger esque enemies called the Bohrock. Which are, it's still, in my opinion, the best Bionicle sets, by the way. They're like these weird bug things that roll into balls. And they, like, one of, uh, one of the huge twists that came with that is that the Bohrok are actually kind of the good guys. They're, they're not good guys, but they're not evil. And, again, there's a... Uh, there's allusions to that in early Bionic- in the early Bionicle story. And I just think like, god damn, that's really, really cool that they put so much work into into a Lego series. The and whole... I really hmm? The whole fact that what? the the name really means what it means, Bionic Bionic Chronicles. And the yeah. whole the whole illusion that even though they are robot creatures, but they are actually living creatures, and the whole metaphor that oh the Toa comes from a capsule shape, you know what comes in a capsule shape? Uh, antibodies, uh, pills to help you feel good. I didn't even the I didn't even Toa. put that together. No, the the whole thing is like a whole biology thing. If you look at the map, Mata Nui is the head and then the whole other islands shapes into different parts of the body. It yeah, goes yeah, from I, there. I, I remember that because like before in the months leading up to the plot twist, like everyone was slowly trying to was slowly figuring it out or they were like this all takes place in a giant robot, doesn't it? And because the the head writer, he was uh he was active on the main Bionicle forum, and so he was always just like dancing around it. He's like, eh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Like I get this question like so much. I I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about it. And then one day they're like, Hey, I've read a map of what the world is like, and everyone's like, Dude, this map is in the shape of a person. And he's like. <laughs> I don't I don't know. And uh, and yes, apparently in the interview with Christian Faber, the or, the original the original creator of Bionicle, he talked about how the that twist, the Matanui being a giant robot, he he talked about how that was like 
their best kept secret. Like they would never talk about it in public. They had code named it and everything. Like they called I can't even remember what the code name for it was, but I think that's really cool how they kept that twist for like ten years and it paid off so well. Cause uh yeah. God, I didn't even think about the capsule thing though. That that's really genius, Mac. I I just read the forums. <laughs> I'm just like you. <laughs> Hell yeah, hmm. man. Hell yeah. Oh man. But yeah, Brown looks fucking cool, man. I'd I miss it. If with all this nostalgia milking that's going around, if Lego was just like, yeah, we're just, just gonna re-release the original Bionicle sets, I'd I'd be in all that. Don't. Thing is, don't give them like updated like box art or anything. Make it that same grey plastic with the Lego Technic font. I'm in. I'm fucking in. And then the and then some fans made a game. And it looks really good. It's free on it's free on PC, and I can't wait to play it when I get back. Of course, they make it a Dark Souls like game with open world mechanics. Of course, it makes sense. Is it is it really a Dark Souls like game? I I thought it was just the ov- because it has a dodge button. It tries to be like a Dark Souls game, but I don't think they managed to do so. Outside of the aesthetic of Takoro, Takoro looks like Dark Souls 3's opening thing yeah. because everything's on fire, embers, dust, smoke. It- yeah, because from what I've seen, it does it does look more like Zelda E, kind of like advent. It's an adventure game. That's what it looks like. It looks like combat isn't as important, but the adventure aspect is. Now, yeah, all man. the must abilities are there, so it is as expected. Yep, and multiplayer for some reason. Is that in the current build of the game? I don't know. Or is it just one of those like, weird promises that you know is going to get scrapped? Of course it's going to be all those weird promises. But what they are showing is actually quite good. At least the ass- yeah. assets-wise, they nailed it. The sound... Yeah. I, I don't know if they ripped it out from the from all those shots because they were kind of... Very specific sounds of those... They've nailed it that too. Yeah, they probably did. Because the there's also uh, speaking of the MNOG, by the way, the the Matanui online game. Uh, there's there's an archive somewhere where you can download it. Yep, the Czech Bio Project. It's still there. Yeah. I think Matanui yeah. online game two is also there. Oh yeah, that, that game is so fucking complex. Like compared compared to MNOG one, uh, MNOG two is just like MNOG two is intense. I remember spending so much time just being stuck in Gakoro. I don't think I like left Gakoro. Even... <laughs> I never got to the yeah. to the match. Yeah, you, you just like there's so much content in those games. Like Bionicle should not have existed. Is the point of this rant? So much work went into like. What was, you know, essentially just a franchise to sell toys. 
and it's also proof that kids are like kids are receptible to intense law dumps you just have <laughs> to make the law dump good yeah forget what naruto man i my law dump is my childhood law dump is bionicle so when i look at naruto I, and just like ah, come on i still remember man uh fucking bionclestory.com uh every monday and thursday they would add new short stories to the site I actually learned to read the 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 alphabet. The language? Yeah. Oh uh-huh. goddamn! It's that, you're more dedicated than me. I, I tried to, but I could. it's littered everywhere in the game. I I have to I have to learn it. It's true. It's true. And then I start spreading secret runes around the school. Nobody knows. It's dead. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> People doing graffiti at that time. No, I'm just scribbling circles. Alien circles, nobody even understands because screw me, I guess. <laughs> Dude, the, the like expanded law for Bionicle goes places. There's an eldritch horror in Bionicle. Like full on Cthulhu eldritch horror called Trent Krom. And he's like a placenta for the giant robot. And I'm using this as a. I'm paraphrasing uh, the head writer. But yeah, the the line, the phrase like, X character went mad from simply looking at him, was was uttered in the in the short story. Like that, that's fucking messed up, dude. But anyways, that's that's my uh, that's my trip down Bionicle Lane. Uh, please bring back Bionicle, Lego. Again. I mean. Okay, to be to be fair, like I don't think I'd actually like it if they brought it back, but I just like some acknowledgement from Lego. Like, hey, you know, this you guys remember Bionicle? Bionicle was cool. That that one that one reference we got in the Lego movie was pretty good, though. Like the, it's literally just a photo of the promotional art for Bi- for Bionicle. And even that, dude, the like the promo, the promotional videos and shit were so fucking good. They had that whole dark fantasy feel to them. Yeah, it's like ominous, ominous chanting and shit. It was so fucking good. Anyways, this is all from buying that stupid Coco Crunch. Oh yeah, forgot about that. We all went this route because of freaking Coco Crunch. Yeah, that CD, that corrupted CD. That freaking Coco Crunch CD got us into this hole. Oh man, but yeah, man, that's that's my uncle. Uh, guess guess we're moving on to the news then. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, this is where your ad could go. Instead. We're just gonna whine about not having anyone sponsoring this podcast. Buy no Alzheimer's. Rich Shadow Legends, no rich shadow legends. That's the rule. Not you. Have, have you heard though about those rate numbers? Fuck it, I'll sell out for those numbers. <laughs> Think of how much more Toka, how much more money Toka could give Gaben if we had Raid Shadow Legends. 
this <laughs> my opinions are not sponsored by Reach Shadow Legends, but okay. But they could be. But in, they could be. In, For in, a mere half of what you pay the other YouTubers, we could we'd gladly show Raid Shadow Legends. Every week in my column, you'll say, I played more Raid Shadow Legends this week. Did you know there's all kinds of cool heroes in Raid Shadow Legends? One of the most ambitious RPGs on mobile. (laughs) And that's why we don't get the money. We're already doing it for free, goddammit. No, because they didn't pay. I take all of that back. It's shit. Raid Shadow Legends is shit. (laughs) Buy my endorsement. For only only $9.99, you can change my opinion about Raid Shadow Legends. Links in the description. Aim higher, no, man. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Just half of what you pay the other YouTubers. It's like, well, you don't even have to spend as much. We'll, but we'll still take that cut. Anyways, news. We have a racing game with jet skis and waifus. Remember that conversation we have about Dead or Alive? And oh, jet ski yeah. racing. Remember <laughs> that freaking conversation, guys? Remember? Again, yeah. tired dot log. Remember our words have powers? And lo and behold, we have both Kandakawa jet girls. Taking all the boxes we wanted before, huh? You what? You want what? Jet skis? Sure. Shooting? Sure. Pair of waifus on on boats, sure, take it away. Also, Sentran Kagura <laughs> collab <laughs> because of oh, course yeah. it is. Oh my god! Oh wait, um, like, oh wait, I seen this anime. It was very NSFW, but okay. Yeah. When this comes out on, like Daniel, we have to stream this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. We have to fucking stream this game. How PS4. We buy for PS4 and then we just... <laughs> PS4 and PC. This summer, baby. Can, can, can we get a review code for this game so we can stream it? <laughs> we, need, we need one. <laughs> like, yo, we, we really care about this. But yeah, this is... Listen, man. That's part of the triad. It's te- technically part racing game because, you know, sports vehicle and technically Otome game. The perfect beat into waifus and weebles. Yeah. yeah. So, we have just come out of Puasa, right? Yeah. We have, uh, what's this? The Demons are free again after the after the end of Ramadan not us though what? not us no <laughs> but now now that they're free what better time to start a demon harem <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right we're talking about Helltaker so it's this free game that came out of nowhere free puzzle game that has the best like thesis statement ever. This fucking main character, who is pretty hot by the way, point out he looks 
kind of like Ian Tega played by by Josh Brolin. Just wait, Josh. Literally. Oh wait. Yeah. Manarima Wahyu in the middle of the night, telling him to start a demon girl harem. So he goes <laughs> to hell to start a demon girl harem. It's never explained how he does it. He just does. And uh, it's literally just a puzzle game where you have X number of moves to get to the end of the level. And at the end of the level, you now have to uh, you have to woo the girls with like dialogue choices. It's fucking good, man. The art style is great. Uh, I love that there's... I've seen a screenshot. I don't know where in the game this is. But it's like a note from the developer that talks about how, like, there's too many games about hot demon boys. Where's the one about hot demon girls in suits? I think that's the secret ending. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is it? Oh, well, fuck. I I relate to that on a spiritual level, man. The hot demon girls in suits. The perfect game to play after Ramadan. That explains uh, the relevancy of my game in my Steam account because I played 40 hours on Honeypot and this is basically the same. This is basically the same. <laughs> no, Hon- Honeypot has more fail states than this. So that's a match three game and this is a little of a uh, rhythm game, rhythm puzzle game. Yeah, it's, it's really fast too. It's like, uh, I watched a whole playthrough of it in like 20 minutes. So yeah, uh, Helltaker looks really good. Lucifer is really, really hot. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> uh, fan art Twitter has exploded. Oh boy. How many people are booking their ticket to hell now? God damn it. Um, thousands? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, go to hell! Sure! Oh my god. <laughs> Gladly. Uh, I mean, at this point, anything looks okay right now, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, I fucking love it too, because at, at the end of the game, you make fucking pancakes for all the girls. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay then, looks like I'm getting pancakes after this. And uh, one, of, one of the characters, Modeus, uh, she's the lustful demon, and she discovers the lewdest act of all. Romance. Oh, is Oof. it and holding? Yeah, literally, yes. she's. That's that's the whole meme. Is just that she co- she considers hand holding to be lewd. Unprotected hand holding. God damn. Of of two thousand twenty. What protection? Hand holding. On from a good game to a questionable game. We have this new, a new Fast and Furious game. <laughs> I can see where this is going. It is like, like a roller coaster, though. like health taken at us, and now we are going down the very bad descent. <laughs> so, what? T- tell me about this Fast and Furious. Uh, like short, long story short, it. Either can be inside the most surprising game or the Trash Fire Award. Or both at the same time. <laughs> Depends. Depends on the mood, don't you? 
Wah, you are going to say this is surprisingly bad. Because... <laughs> I don't know how you see like that. Look, I don't know, I don't follow Fast and Furious, but now, but is that the quality of voice acting that you that these Hollywood actors? Yes. Okay then. Yes, they, it is. they are doing a good job. A good job of not making me want to buy this. Can like you know like in one of the scenes like Dominic is like doing a wild line. Yep, that is basically the movie. <laughs> Our families are important to me. <laughs> and my family. And and they keep saying about one last try, one last try. It's fucker. It's been ten movies already. Where you gonna? <laughs> one ten more less rights. And then and then Han, Han comes back like, dude, let me die in peace already. <laughs> Why they let Han Han lives because uh, the movie makers are too dumb. Nano machines, son. <laughs> no, imagine that. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine he becoming a DLC. Oh. That's why they are delaying the game. They're making a hand DLC so that they can sell more. What did they include Tokyo Drift song? Oh, they got to sell the Toyota. They have to sell the Toyota. Like, okay, from what I've seen, then, the gameplay itself, it's, you know, your generic PS2 era for the gameplay. And I am down with that. <laughs> As long as you know what you're getting into, go ahead, buddy. I'm not going there. I'm I'm practicing <laughs> proper social distancing within <laughs> this topic. <laughs> so you can go into two categories at the same time. Ooh. From 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 what I'm seeing from the trailer, I'm most likely gonna go to the trash part of the game. Schrodinger's <laughs> crossroads. You can be you see, it can be it can be good or it can be bad. <laughs> For now, yeah. unless you take the turn, you won't know. You know, speaking of Schrodinger's, I was looking around. crossroads. <laughs> you know, speaking mm. of Schrodinger, I actually found this meme from Reddit way before we started the podcast. There was a veter, veter, veterina, veterinary, veterinary, <laughs> veterinary clinic. Yeah. yeah, clinic. It was called Schrodinger's. So, if you want to send your car, send it to there, but. You know. Why would you send your car to a vet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like putting it's like putting a cat inside a car engine. It'll be powered by meows. We have gone off the rails here. Yep. Trackmania is going to be free. Kind of. It has a dumbass subscription model. Yay, Ubisoft. I was expecting how wait, you wait. fucked this all up. How does this stack up to the culling? Because last episode we talked about the culling's business model. You you can play it for free, but with a catch. You you are not getting... It's not pay each time. You're getting more features if you pay the yearly subscription. Uh, the good thing is the yearly subscription, there's one, there's two tiers. The normal tier is like 35 ringgit a year, which doesn't sound that bad, but I don't think on principle it's still iffy. 
But if you are the sort of the esports person that wants to compete in the biggest leagues and championships, oh boy, cough it up. Two hundred ringgit to was it? How many is it? Yeah, it's two hundred and nine for three years and one hundred and five for a year. Yeah, hundred a year because they are uh, the way they are framing it is like you are paying for a club license or something. So they are running a regulated league. So if you're gonna, oh, if you wanna compete at the highest level, you gotta pay up, man. If not, you go to the free pool over there, the kiddie pool over there. You will have fun in there in your small corner because this is the big boys' see, pool. When so, I read the standard access one, that sounded not too bad. But now that I'm reading what the club access is, goddamn, this is a fucking con job. Official, official organizer. Well. Well, uh, race room, dekat Steam, you can just enter any official competition for free. But this is bullshit lah. I have never, according, I, this is the, the, the have... egregious, the most egregious I have seen of a developer milking their most hardcore and loyal fan base. It's not just that, it's apparently skin customization is locked behind club access as well. I'm not. I'm like, not too too. I'm not too hard on that because the original game does not even have skin customization. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I, it's mm. one of those where like, the people who like your game are going to be the people to my skin. You know, like I feel like that should be a standard tier ability. What I would like to see if the modding can still continues because oh, nobody pays for skins in Trackmania. They mod their skins. They put Sonic the Hedgehog from Sonic R models instead of cars in Trackmania. Because that's the kind of game this is. Mm, Ubisoft. Uh, You're wondering when you will fuck it up? Um. <laughs> yeah, when have they not fucked this. it up? Ubisoft has been on a... Ubisoft has like fallen off a garbage hill. <laughs> since when? Ah, that's the question. Since is it since AC they announced their new AC and all? I I feel like they have they've been on a downward spiral way longer than that. It's just they've recently picked up speed. <laughs> uh, with the with the Valhalla news, it's weird. But Ubisoft is the way. Here's here's the weird thing about Ubisoft. They always fumble at their first step. Fumble really hard like this, but then in like five or six years time, everybody can say, "Oh, game's good." They they have updated it. Okay, I I was there at 2014, <laughs> being very mad with what they turned Rainbow Six into. Now everyone can say, "Oh, oh Six is actually good. It's a good game. People play it. It's a good, very competitive and good multiplayer. They support it well. The updates sometimes are fucky wacky, but they." Turning around still, which is really weird to see because they are playing the long game. But every time they start to make their first move, every time there must be a fumble, there must be a bad story around it. I don't know why, but they will turn Isn't it the around. Pricing for Rainbow Six still fucked. Is it a zombie mode? Rainbow Six coming like quality or something like that. <laughs> oh, that one's they delayed. That, that one's yeah, delayed. Yeah. But of course, yeah, expectedly so. But they will, for some reason, they will turn it around. I feel, I figured out when we started the downward spiral. It's when they got that new logo. Ah, you mean the three, the, the two, logo. three logo? <laughs> yeah. 
the oh, is this autographic poop? <laughs> Tell me that's not what it looks like. Top view uh... one third. Oh man. Wait, before before we move on to the next story, can I just bring up something about Siege? Yeah. Sure. Uh God, so I know Rainbow Six Siege is good, but there is the most suspicious, like extremely suspicious, undisclosed product placement in the Rusitif show Genlock, where a bunch of characters are casually talking about playing Siege, and it's so ham-fisted that I am pretty sure that I would not be surprised if there was if it was supposed to be some kind of product placement for Rainbow Six. Because all the characters are like, are you playing Siege? I'm going to play Siege tonight. And, it, and it's, it was just so awkward to watch. Ubisoft promotes their own games in their game, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, you want to play Division 2? Okay. Oh, oh. And then you go to the arcade. Oh, look at that. What's the arcade? It's not Far Cry 3, Blood <laughs> Dragon. No, no. And then you go to the... To one of the safe houses where oh the kids have, now have electricity now they can put console games what are they playing for honor I'm glad someone's playing for honor in this apocalypse I mean, even time, in the crew they have even the crew like oh oh division 2 it's very good why why <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining there's that last of us news with the the Vita owner the last Vita owner in the world Murdered She's playing a Ubisoft game or something. Uh... That lady yeah, was no. the last of us. The last of the PS Vita <laughs> owners. Yeah, and what games does they have? So they killed Vita live on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People say, oh, look at that. That's the Vita. Everyone remembers the Vita. No, that's Sony's statement of them killing the Vita, you born dumbasses. <laughs> be even funnier if she was playing Persona 4 Golden on it. Oh, that's still cool. the only way to get that game. I think people figure out and they say it was Little Inferno or something. Little Inferno. No, is that idea Hotline Fire Me? No, oh, yeah, yeah, Hotline Fire Me. Sonic is a little bit weird. Devolver even tweeted oh about it. Oh, fair play. You can't respond uh, in real life, though. Yeah. Anyways, uh, last last uh, news story is uh, Warhammer 40k announced 9th edition. So, essentially, it's just the core rules are changing. There was a bunch of problems. 8th edition was they tried to make it super, super like streamlined, but the problem was it became too streamlined and easily abusable. So 9th edition is trying to fix that. So some context here for how Warhammer makes money is they sell you the rules of the game in these books. So the ed- each edition has like the core rules for that edition. That's one book. And then you have the rules for your faction. So for 8th edition, they had these things called indexes, which was like, oh, all the humans have one index, all the... All the aliens have one index. Chaos has one index, whatever. And then later on down the line, they had these books called Codexes that give each individual faction more specific rules. So, for example, uh, Tau Empire. You could only play as Tau Empire. And then in the Codex, they when the Codex came out, they said, oh, 
you can say which planet your Tau Empire comes from. And now they have slightly different rules. So they're really, they also had like events, like the current event is called Psychic Awakening, where every few, every month or so, a new Psychic Awakening book comes up with new rules for certain factions. So this, like the coming one is this race called Necrons, which are like space undead. Anyways, the huge problem is that usually with each edition, that gets reset. Like codexes become outdated and stuff. So people were like, dude, you're literally selling books right now and you've announced an edition. So fa- you know, fans are like, what the hell? Like, why are we going to buy a book if it's going to become outdated in like two months or whatever, whenever 9th edition comes out? And so Games Workshop announced 9th edition will have backwards compatibility. Hmm. You, can use the, you can use your codexes from 8th edition. They will still be considered usable. Basically, they're changing the core rules, but they're not changing the additional rules, is what they're saying. Do I dare ask the price? Uh, no prices have been there. How much? Uh, the, uh, the previous codex, I think they're like... I don't remember, actually. But I think they're, they're like 80 ringgit? 80, maybe? Let me just go to the Games Workshop store right now, actually. That's a very good question. Let's go. Codex Tau Empire. 22 pounds. Times 6. 100? Yeah, 100 would be. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. It's messy, man. That's just the horrible state of Warhammer is that you have way too many books to, ca- to keep up with. And remember, Tau Empire is one of the more neglected uh, factions. So we, we only have the Tau Empire book. Space Marines, you have Codex Space Marines, Codex, uh, Codex Supplement Ultramarines, Codex Supplement... Uh, Codex supplement salamanders and da 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 da, yeah. and if you're playing an Imperium of Man army, not just Space Marines, then you also have Adeptus Custodes, Adeptus Sororitas, Astra Militarum, which are like regular soldiers. Warhammer man, that's that's how we do. That's why I said, man, I need some of that Raid Shadow Legends money so I can afford more Warhammer shit. <laughs> And also uh, that Saudi Prince guy. Need some of that Dota money as well. But yeah, there's uh there's a new tra they put out like a CG trailer by the way edition, which looks really, really fucking good. Like it's got a more cartoony style than the Dawn of War trailers. But good god, they know how to they know like what atmosphere they people like. And they have, I, I have changed the world because they show off new space marines, new space marine models in the trailer. And remember my complaint about Primaris space marines being too tactical yeah. and not gothic enough. The new space marines are gothic as fuck. They, they're like covered in skulls and heraldry. One of them has a shield with a skeleton on it. Like, a full skeleton just hanging off the shield. And they look like space knights again. 
so I am happy. Anyways, that's the new section for this podcast. We have thumbnail discussions now, I suppose. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's new. War, Warhammer Con is done. You you guys can wake up now. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't sleeping. Totally. Uh, thumbnail discussions, guys. We have. <laughs> hmm. Bank money. Or something like that. Look, yeah, uh, Kiryu doing the gesture of opening a suitcase of full of dollar dollar yen, but it's Gaben. Yeah, definitely. Lord Gaben, Patrick of the <laughs> no, no, Steam no. family. So put uh, Gaben head on Dojima. Oh my! And then Rich had donation behind. No, no, Red. They don't give us money for that. No. Yeah, yeah, no, not no, worth no, it. no, Red. But we can put Will Sim for money. Will Sim for money if you give us shit. Hell, Taker. Yes, we 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 could definitely throw in some some Hell Taker. Originally, we were, uh, Daniel and I was po- I was supposed to make Daniel stream Hell Taker before the podcast, so we could sit through it together. <laughs> but uh. That that ended up not happening because we are masters of scheduling. Uh, something about the duality of of remasters, or just just an allusion to the great dumpster fire, waiting just outside. Dumpster <laughs> fire with shitty games. I like it. Hell fire yeah. of hell. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good. And something about the screw 4K. <laughs> I feel like that was an important part of this podcast is us not liking 4K. Uh, is that a podcast? <laughs> yeah, uh, social links. Toka, where can people find you? Twitter at Tokan Ariani A R Y A N I because people keep mistaking me for Ariana Grande for some reason lately. You <laughs> wish people <laughs> would mistake you for Ariana Grande. Yes. Uh, you know the funny thing is my second name, right? They keep they keep a uh, misunderstanding for three things: uh, the singer, the the coffee at Starbucks, and then the tudung shop. So oh. yeah, so they don't mistake you for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was about to say like I thought maybe they maybe you get mistaken for a Nazi, or maybe it's not a. <laughs> oh, wait, or maybe no, it's I not a mistake. No, I get that a lot also. But anyways, that's that Twitter. As for Twitch, I need I need that set money to give for Gaben. So twitchtv yani Please, uh, Great Shadow Legends sponsor. I need that same money, thank you. Please, no more implication of race wars, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought we agreed to use abstractized race names. <laughs> Don't blame me, blame the people who named me. 
Daniel, where where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at i l r t underscore flaky f l four k y. I have a review coming out of Mafia Two Remastered, and perhaps the Saints Row Third Remastered as well. So, uh, Bolilla Bachet, Nate on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Anan? Nope. Nope. Okay, Mac? Yeah, you can find me at MacRonos, M-E-C-K-R-O-N-O-S, almost everywhere. Uh, take a look at GamerMetters.com. That's true, onlyfans.com slash MacRonos. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, since when do you have an OnlyFans? Listen, man, something's got to pay for the servers for we, we run this potato of a website on. Skill check, skill check, skill check. Pass. I don't care about this joke. Uh, I expect the whole... Expect, uh, you, if you want to look at some new laptops, there are news over there on The season is coming soon. So, if you are in the mood of an upgrade, well... I think these coming months are a good time to do so. And yeah, stay tuned. We'll cover more news. Apparently, PS5 is a thing next week. So, stay tuned for that as well. Ugly oh, yeah? and bit. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wymerol. I may or may not have to start launching a side account for my art because I because business reasons. So, stay tuned for announcements on that. Uh, patreon.com slash wamerol give me money because I'm as expensive and uh, yeah we have like Max said we have totally not E3 is coming up so we are going to have our work cut out for us Guilt- new Guilty Gear character is going to be announced uh, next week I think June 9th Some- I-, I don't fucking know anymore guys but Looking forward to that. We need more Guilty Gear news. Uh, this has been Dyer.log. And spend responsibly, guys. My no, spend half hazardly. No, hashtag buy Nui for Smash 2020. Skill check, skill check, skill check. Fail, no comment. <laughs> <laughs>